Welcome to the Fathom Academy podcast, a podcast designed for the people of Fathom Church to be resourced to go deeper with God. I'm Kyle Knight. I'm the youth and digital minister here at Fathom. Thank you for listening in wherever you are. Uh, today, we have our very own kids minister, Whisper, with us. Whisper, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, t- what, what's, what's been going on in your life? Like, how are things? Things are going good. I am really busy. I started a new part-time job to supplement, Ooh. and it's been an adventure. <laughs> busy summer. Always. I swear, you know, I know sometimes summer can get, for a lot of people, like the busyness kind of takes a back seat. Like it's more, oh, like relax and that kind of stuff. But I just, most of the people I talk to are like, no, it gets even more busy. Yeah. What's a quiet summer? Yeah. Yeah. Especially <laughs> at a, like especially at a church. It's like, no, we're still going like crazy. Um, what's, what's one fun thing you've done this summer so far? Let's see. I am in the middle of making a bunch of baby blankets for family Aww. and friends. So I think that's fun. That's that is fun. <laughs> that is fun. And th- it's it's crazy to think as we're recording this. Um, it's what, June 29th, mm-hmm. something like that. June is almost over. Um, Fourth of July is this weekend. Yes, it you is. you have any Fourth of July plans? They set off fireworks right across the street from my house. So I have the whole family coming over. Awesome. Is that loud and annoying? You have you have cats, right? My cats hate it. Oh. I turn on like every electronic device goes in one room with the mm-hmm. cats. So, but yeah. it's, I mean, luckily it's only 30 minutes, right? That's, yeah, There's that's that. that's true. I, I have a dog and our dog already has like anxiety because she was like the runt of the litter. And oh. so, um, but what, which I like, I understand 4th of July. I'm like, it's fun. What's frustrated is when people set off fireworks like a week or two before and then they're like random each night. It's like, oh, come on. I don't like the 2 a.m. ones. Those are the worst. Yeah. It's like I'm prepping for 4th of July or now maybe like 3rd of July, like those two days. I know it's going to come, but why has it got to be earlier? (laughs) Um, Last question about that. Did you have any like good um, like traditions growing up 4th of July? Like, did you do anything? I mean, we've lived right across the street from the fireworks set off for 20 years. So that is, we do sparklers, schmores, and usually Mm. like a little cookout and just invite everybody. That's awesome. (laughs) If I'm lucky, I get people to play Munchkin with me. And if I'm not lucky, we play cards. What is that? It's the game with no rules. (laughs) All right. You have Sounds to, fun. You have to see it. It's one of those kinds of games. Okay. It's one of those kind of games. Well, maybe we'll have another game night or something that we need to do. Yes. That game. Okay. Well, um, let, let's get into what we're going to discuss. Whisper is here. Um, she, she wanted to talk about something that she's been learning a lot about and wanted to share about what she's learning. And that is prayer. And what's awesome is, I mean, prayer is obviously such a huge thing. Um, that we should be doing. Um, but like we haven't, we haven't talked about it on this podcast, which is great. So, so thank you for talking about prayer. I have, I have a bunch of questions, so let's dive into it. Um, tell us first though, whisper, why prayer? Why, what, what's going on in your life now that, that you want to talk about prayer? So prayer is, you know, foundational for Christians and it's something that I struggle with. So I decided that 
Um, I probably, I didn't decide that. I'm sure God was <laughs> egging me in, but, uh, just decided that I needed to dive deep. So I've been doing lots of books and studies and, you know, sitting in prayer. Mm-hmm. So just learning all about that, trying to get a better foundation for myself. Well, I think it's, I, I think it's good that, I mean, even you just started off saying that, like, you know, sometimes you just like, even you and me and pastors, everybody like Christians who have been Christians for their whole life, just sometimes prayer is just not, not the strongest. We just don't really know how well, to do prayer. And you can't always admit it because in mm-hmm. America, you're not allowed to admit your faults. True. So going against the grain here. True. Well, thank you. Thank you for admitting that. Cause we're, I'm guessing most of the people listening to this, we're all in the same boat with that. So I'm glad that we're talking about this. Um, tell us a little bit about, um, growing up, growing up, what were you taught about prayer? So I went to church in the nineties when I was growing up and just our church really pushed the jelly bean prayer for anybody in children's ministry. And it was basically you get a handful of jelly beans and, um, you pray around the jelly beans. So it's kind of like a rosary except for with edibles Mm. and it always just made it really hard as a kid because you're like, I want to eat these, not pray these. And uh, But anyhow, on the other side, it did not work for me. It was mm. hard for me. And I grew up having a lot of negative feelings regarding mm. prayers. Um, not that it's not a viable way to teach kids to pray, but I don't think it's the only way we should be teaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because then I was just thinking about like, well, what happens if you go home and you don't have jelly beans you're supposed to memorize the colors because i think they realize kids are more likely to eat their prayers than to pray them (laughs) so you're supposed to memorize the colors and you're supposed to pray in these specific orders so you don't leave anything out because heaven forbid you forget to thank god or Mm, you know mm -hmm. ask for what you want or something Mm, you know it's a good point as that's that's a really good point um what and this might be a, a tough question but like what might what do you think, in your opinion, what might some Christians be getting wrong about prayer? Like what, what is prayer not? So I know for me that I always thought prayer had to be some really poetic and gorgeous psalm that we you know, mm. sit on your knees and have your hands up to heaven. And it doesn't need all the pomps and circumstance. Mm-hmm. Like it just needs to be real and honest. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I can't tell you what other people are struggling with, but if you're one of those people in my boat, like <laughs> we are okay. We do not have to go and do all of that. Like, is it great to have a specific spot where you can sit and pray and study the word? Yes. But is it the only way? No. Mm. And that's, that's a very good reminder that I, I feel like we, we need a reminder, not just about prayer, but like everything <laughs> Um, in the life of a Christian, it's not a pretty little bow and everything's Never. perfect. I know. I think, I think pastor Chris even said this on like Sunday morning or multiple Sunday mornings of like, Hey, we're not, we're all messed up here and we really are. And our prayer lives are messed up and they're right. not perfect. So, um, w- with that and, and lo- so, okay. Growing up kids ministry, that kind of stuff, learning the, the jelly bean stuff and how it didn't stick. What was your prayer life kind of after that? Now you're an adult now. What has it been before you're, before you really started to dig deeper into it now? Um, how has your prayer life kind of 
progressed? Has it kind of stayed the same throughout a few decades? What does it kind of look like? I think um, stagnant for many years. And then when I moved to Alaska, I discovered the ability to speak to God in his own sanctuary because mm. um, the only way I could get places was to walk through the forest. So for me, that became a really integral part. And then moving back to Colorado, I think I stagnated again because mm. it was like, okay, now what? How do I proceed forward? This isn't what I've been doing for the last seven years. You know, it mm. becomes a habit. And that was a very easy habit to adopt and a very hard one to let go of because I'm sorry, but praying as you drive through traffic, there are other things I sometimes want to do. <laughs> True. <laughs> that is so cool that you could just, uh, th that you just throw out there, you know, like when I lived in Alaska, like I walked through the woods just all the time. It's like, I feel like as, as a Colorado native, I totally take that for granted because I'm like, I mean, I live not in the woods anymore. And I'm like, ah, eh, the woods, but that just sounds <laughs> nope. Alaskan woods sounds cooler. I mean, here <laughs> you're more likely to get hit by a car than be attacked by Hawk, but there's, True. there's hazards everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, okay. What have you learned lately about prayer that maybe you didn't know before something that's like super new that you're just like, man, that is awesome. What have you learned that has been helping you just really deepen that your prayer life with God? So it seems so obvious now that I've actually heard it spelled out multiple mm -hmm. times. But the thing that I think hit me the most was how Jesus modeled prayer for us in the morning. Mm. And I always remember seeing my grandma pray at night. And I guess I never woke up early enough to see her morning prayers. Mm. Um, but just seeing that difference and I am by no means amazing at it, but just trying to get up a little earlier every day to spend that time with a blank slate sitting there. Like it gives you a chance to connect in your, like to God in your day in a different way than a nighttime prayer or like a grace prayer, or any mm -hmm. of those ones. Mm -hmm. So I'd, <laughs> I think that's my biggest one that I've um, been able to hear, but just, Mm -hmm. seeing the examples from the Bible and just being told over and over again. Um, like I looked up Romans eight twenty six mm -hmm. when the Bible's literally telling us we don't know how to pray. Wow. That takes so much pressure off because, okay, I'm mm -hmm. okay. Not knowing mm -hmm. how to pray. Like teach me Lord, make this easier. Yeah. So I think those are my two big things. Yeah. Um, and with that, like what, what is, what does a prayer look like to you now? I mean, when, when whispers pray, like, do you, do you have it, have you learned to kind of like structure it a little bit or have you like, what is, what does a prayer look like to you? And, or, and, and maybe like, I guess kind of like how, how do you do this thing called prayer? So one of my easiest integrations to my life has been a gratitude journal at night mm. where I can just pray through the things that have happened in my day that I'm grateful for and being able to go back and see those um, just to mark all that God's done for me has been amazing. Um, and because I like to, you know, win, don't we all, mm -hmm. I have it on my phone. So it literally tells me how many days in a row I've gotten. So, nice. you know, 
that helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did try for a while to do a prayer journal and just kind of keep track of that and pray through. It still doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Apparently, jelly beans weren't my only issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so mostly my prayer life has been very fluid and moving with whatever's going on in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm finding it easier and easier to connect with God just in the middle of my day, taking that second to pause and just say, Hey, um, you know, getting a chance to listen, getting a chance to speak. So I am still really trying to get up earlier and do the Mm -hmm. morning prayers. It's not easy. I, Mm -hmm. I like sleep more than that. Um, but you know, God's going to win someday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, so with that, um, and I, I know you have kind of some bullet point examples, like give a, give us and listeners, the people of fathom who are listening to this, um, some practical things that we can, that you have learned that we can start trying if, if we're just stuck in it. Cause I, I'll be honest. I mean, there are, there are many times where I feel like my prayer life is great and I'm, um, not just, you know, before bed saying the same old prayer before every meal saying the same old prayer that I, that I do feel like I'm, my prayer life is deep and that I'm, I'm connecting with God and that I'm communicating with him and, and telling him my, my fears and asking him for things, those, those sorts of things. But there are a lot of times where I feel like it's just stagnant. Like you said, like boring that I just, I don't know, like, what else to do to almost like kind of spice it up. Like I need to do something to like get it going again. So what are, what are some things that for, for all of us that like, we all get to that point at some point in our, in our Christian life, in our walk with, with God, what are some things that you kind of suggest that we could try right now to help us in our prayer life? So one thing I have learned just as the children's minister I have to say those prayers um, that seem so boring and stale are actually teaching our kids Mm. how to, it's modeling for our kids, how Jesus modeled for us that we need to take that time before dinner or before bed to say those things. Mm -hmm. However, that's Mm -hmm. just step one. Uh, So some of the things I've learned is just, there are five really good ways to pray. You can do short and simple. If you have the time and want to do the long detailed, go through your list, then mm-hmm. God is open for that too. But sometimes the baby step is just short, simple. Let's get this through. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use a prayer journal if that works for you. It works for some people. They have apps on your phone now. They have apps on your computer. Or you can do the, um, you know, heaven forbid, old-fashioned way and write down your prayers and <laughs> keep track well, no, that that's way. like an old-fashioned way now it's like oh, you know man, totally cursive all that stuff or just <laughs> what's, what's cursive <laughs> um there's also the ability to pray scriptures mm. um we can pray blessings over ourselves over others never forget the power of praying a blessing over somebody else you're able to pray your questions your reflections um i know for me that helps when i'm like okay god i think this is what i heard and then you just pray through it. Um, you can sit in silent compliment, uh, contemplation ooh, words. Um, that's when the Holy spirit speaks to us. So that is a powerful life giving time that we can't dismiss. And then breath prayers are just short phrases where you just breathe out. Like 
thank you, Lord, or mm. whatever your I don't know, mantra, for lack of a better word, is going to be for that day. But it's just four or five words. Just breathe them out, breathe them over and over, and just sit there. Um, but don't ever forget that prayer is our time with God. It's building our relationship. It's helping us to know him better, get his loving guidance. Um, it's also a chance for, as adults, we can still feel his wonder. Hmm. Like that wonder doesn't leave just because you're an adult, but it is sometimes harder to hear. Hmm. And I think those are the things that I've just been hearing over and over through various readings, various teachings, uh, just condensed down, <laughs> boiled down version. So what you're saying is there's a lot of ways to pray. There's no right way. There's, <laughs> there's no, no wrong right way. way. There's no wrong way. According to, you know, Romans eight, there's literally no right way. Right. The Holy spirit has to intervene no matter what. Mm -hmm. So just sit there, open up that line of communication. Mm -hmm. It's a relationship and you know, no relationship is going to flourish if there's not two way communication. Bingo. Sorry. Yes. Psychologist over here. Yeah. My bad. If you didn't know that. <laughs> if you didn't know that already, that is very true. Um, my last question, what do you love about prayer? You've kind of, I mean, it, it is all shined through this whole podcast so far, but what do you just love about prayer? I really am loving the ex exploration that I'm getting of my time with God. That's just been really sweet. Um, I know if anybody else is like me and you get into your day and you think, okay, I don't have time for prayer, or you mm -hmm. put it on the back burner, but there's just so much to be had from it and so much to be gleaned and it just becomes something better. I can do better. You can do better. But, mm. you know, at the end of the day, it's the trying. It's the listening to God that's really going to help. That's awesome. Do you have any last little tidbits for us about prayer? Any last thing you'd like to say? Nope, I think I'm good. Thank you, Whisper, so, so much for coming on here and talking about prayer. Um, thank you for those practical things to do. Um, just a, again, a reminder that prayer looks so different um, and it can be so many different things, but it's so, so important. Um, so thank you, Whisper, for that. Um, thank you for listening, church. Hope you have a great and safe 4th of July coming up and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.